Welcome back to the Wire Podcast. Today we are going to be doing a redraft of the 2012 NFL Draft. Last time we did the 2011 Draft. Um, this time, this is a really good draft. Um, at the top we got Russell Wilson, player like Bobby Wagner, Luke Kuechly, Andrew Luck is in this class. He went number one overall. This is exciting. We're doing this podcast outside, so you may hear some wind. It's kind of windy where we're at. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited. And let's get into this. I had the number one pick, yep. so I will have all the odd picks. Thomas had the number two pick, so he'll have all the even picks. And that's how we're going to do this. Start. Oh, and also, uh, we're doing this. We're, this is set up to where we're doing it with no trades. So any trades that happened on draft night will not. We will not take those into consideration. So we're just doing the draft order. The date, like at, from the first pick, that's how the draft order is going to be. And so that's how we're doing it. Right. Um, so number one, the Indianapolis Colts originally took Andrew Luck, which was not a bad pick at all. Yeah. Uh, he was the number one guy that year. I'm taking Russell Wilson, who has been amazing with the Seahawks. He's had almost 30,000 career pass yards, 227 passing touchdowns, 68 interceptions, 64.5 completion percentage and 3,993 rushing yards and 19 rushing touchdowns. He's made seven Pro Bowls. He's a one-time second-team All-Pro, and then he's, he won a Super Bowl, and he was a 2012 Pepsi and PFF Offensive Rookie of the Year. Yeah, it wasn't the AP Offensive Rookie of the right. Year. I believe that was RG3. I think RG3 won Rookie uh, yeah. of the Year that year, but he was the Pepsi and PFF named them. Named him their offensive rookie of the year. Yeah, I, kind of surprising that he's never made a first team All Pro. Yeah, but it's so yeah. hard. It's oh, so yeah, hard to make so an All Pro. And as like, a there's so many talented quarterbacks now in the NFL. Yeah. It's very difficult. Yeah, but seven Pro Bowls. That's that's like really good. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, so number two, we have the Washington Redskins. Uh, originally selected Robert Griffin the third, quarterback from Baylor, which didn't look like a bad pick at the time, and especially with him winning oh, offensive yeah. rookie of the year. But he battled with injuries and just—I mean, his career was over after what four years with the Redskins oh, yeah. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he, he was great when healthy. Like, yeah, he was when he was healthy, he was really good. But he just has dealt with so many injuries, and yeah. that's kind of held him back from be, from like reaching his potential. Uh, it wasn't a bad pick, and I still think it was a good pick. Yeah, it, it's just, but know, that kind of thing happens when you get hurt. Yeah, but I can't have them taking RG three here. Uh, so in this redraft, I have them taking Bobby Wagner, linebacker from Utah State. There was some debate here. I thought about going Luke Keekley. Luke Keekley honestly has better numbers. They're both very, very talented linebackers. I chose Bobby Wagner here just because knowing what I know now, he has more football ahead of him. Luke Keekley just retired. So he do, he's done. His career's over. Kind of a short career, retired at early age of 29, but Bobby Wagner still maybe has, you know, 5 years of football left. So that's why I took Bobby Wagner here just because he's going to play for longer. Has 1075 career tackles, 58 tackles for loss, 47 passes defended and 10 interceptions, 19 and a half sacks for a middle linebacker. That's pretty good over his uh what is this, eight-year career? Yeah. And five forced fumbles. He's a six-time Pro Bowler, five-time first-team All-Pro, uh, one-time second-team All-Pro. He's a Super Bowl champion with the Seahawks and was named to the NFL 2010's All-Decade team. I'm surprised that Russell Wilson wasn't named to that that team. But I, I guess forgot I could, who it was. It was Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers and maybe Peyton Manning. Okay. Maybe not Peyton because Peyton retired in like, 2015? Yeah. So probably not him. Probably not. Peyton probably Manning. somebody that had longer, or that had that was in his prime. Yeah. More in it was. It, I know I it was Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, and I think it was somebody else, but I can't yeah. remember who. Yeah. Me neither. 
Uh, but yeah, Bobby Wagner, great pick, and I totally agree. I think this is a good. I think this is the right choice because he does have more years ahead of him. Like he, he's not even close to being done. So he still has, like you said, like five more years ahead of him. And Luke Keekley just retired in right. the offseason. Um, so yeah, I think you could argue up to this point, Luke Keekley's been a better linebacker. Yeah, I think overall, but just he doesn't but, have. But, but like, like he's but done right. now. Yeah, he's done. He retired at age thirty. He doesn't have any more football ahead of him. Bobby Wagner does, so that's why you go with Wagner. I like the pick. And number three, the Cleveland Browns originally selected Trent Richardson. Um, he has not panned out whatsoever. I'm gonna go with Luke Keekley from Boston College. He is a stud of a middle linebacker. He's been great. He's probably going to make the Hall of Fame, I would say. I would I would agree, yeah. Yeah, he's been a beast. 1,092 career tackles, 10, 75 tackles for loss, 66 pass deflections, 18 interceptions, 12.5 sacks, and 7 forced fumbles. He's a 7-time Pro Bowler, 5-time first-team All-Pro, 2-time second-team All-Pro, the 2012 Defensive Rookie of the Year, 2013 Defensive Player of the Year, and he made the NFL 2010's All-Decade Team. He's been a stud. Yeah, for sure. It's so crazy to me, though, that Trent Richardson didn't pan out. Because, like, watching his Alabama tape, wow, he was just incredible at Alabama. And it's just just shocking that he didn't pan out. But... I mean, he is—he's one of the biggest draft busts ever. Yeah. So, and well, that, that stinks for him. Well, but. now you get just crucified if you take a running back in the side, right? Like even the Giants when they took Saquon, who yeah, was people like were the best player in the draft, arguably, and people hated the pick because they because they needed they had a need at quarterback and they didn't take it. And I think you could still argue that was the wrong pick. I guess so. I think you could, but I think Saquon backs are just not valuable. Yeah. I think Saquon's like a generational talent. No, I know. But no, I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying like... Right, I like, agree. Like, hindsight, I mean, we see that Sam Darnold has not been as great as people would have guessed he would be or would like for him to be. Um, he's still good. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. All right, so number four, the Minnesota Vikings originally selected Matt Khalil, tackle from USC. Uh, had a solid career. Not... I, I I wouldn't say he's a bust, but didn't necessarily live up to number four overall type pick. Uh, so, you know, not the best pick there if you're wanting value. So in this redraft, it was tough. I thought about going Chandler Jones here, but I went with the need at offensive line and took Mitchell Schwartz, tackle from California, now with the Chiefs. He's been an eight-year starter, played 100% of snaps from 2012 to 2018. So he had 2012, 2013, 14, 15, 16, 17, and 18, played 100% of snaps. And then last year, played 99% of snaps. So he's only had one year in his entire career where he hasn't played 100% of snaps. Yeah. That's insane. Uh, He's a one-time first-team All-Pro, three-time second-team All-Pro, and a a Super Bowl champion with Kansas City Chiefs. Um, So, yeah. There was better value here, like, Chandler Jones, I think, would have been a better pick here, but I went with the need. The Vikings had a big need at tackle this year, so I went with the need here. Yeah, uh, I think you have a different philosophy going into these redrafts than I do. You you do take need into account. I don't really. I just take the best player available. I don't really care about need. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, though, at five. They originally took Mark Barron, linebacker from Alabama, who's been solid. Definitely not worth a top five pick. I'm going to go with Chandler Jones, edge rusher out of Syracuse. He has been amazing in the NFL. And he's like, he low key might make the Hall of Fame. 
Like, he's been really, really good. Yeah. Like, he's been extremely underrated. Um, he's had a great career. 421 tackles, 105 tackles for loss, 162 quarterback hits, 96 sacks, and 27 forced fumbles. He's a three-time Pro Bowler, two-time first-team All-Pro. He's a Super Bowl champion, and he made the NFL 2010's All-Decade team. He's a stud, and he doesn't get talked about enough. Even now, he's still a really, really good player. Yeah, I think he's been playing his best football recently. Yeah. Like, over these past, like, three years, he's been fantastic. Yeah, like he's been great with the Cardinals. He originally was drafted by the, by the Patriots. Patriots. Yeah, yeah, he's he's had a great career, and no one talks about him enough. I feel yeah, I agree with you. Um, so number six, St. Louis Rams here originally traded down to pick number fourteen to select Michael Brockers, defensive tackle from LSU. Uh, but in this redraft, they stay at six and select Fletcher Cox, defensive tackle from Mississippi State. Uh, three hundred sixty-seven career uh, tackles, sixty-two tackles for loss, one hundred twenty-one quarterback hits, forty-eight sacks, and eleven forced fumbles. He's a five-time Pro Bowler, a one-time first-team All-Pro, three-time second-team All-Pro, a Super Bowl champion with the Eagles, and made the NFL 2010's All-Decade team. He's been phenomenal for the Eagles. Been a stud on that defensive line. Really been the staple, the glue that's holding that defensive line together. Now the Eagles have always kind of had a philosophy to. You know, to take defensive linemen in the first round. They've always they will, they, they, they do that all the time. Even if they have no need at defensive line, they're taking like a defensive line if it's the best player available. Yeah, them. every year they usually go t- either a defensive lineman or an offensive lineman. They rarely go receiver like they did this year. Um, but as we see, that was a huge need. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be a huge need down the road. So they ha- kind of had to address it. Like they were kind of forced to pick a receiver. Uh, but I- if it was their choice. They would love to have gone with an offensive lineman like Josh Jones or a defensive lineman at 21. Uh, but like I said, they had a huge need at receiver. But yeah, it's it's been a huge. That's that's like a huge part of their philosophy. Uh, getting guys in the trenches, developing your trenches, and just getting good in that area. And then um, they value safeties very highly. And then they they really really put a lot of. Um, assets into into their quarterback position like, because they believe that you're only as good as your worst quarterback. So they're going to invest heavily into the backup quarterback position. But yeah, this is a great pick. I, I mean, Fletcher Cox has been so good uh, the last couple of years. He's been one of the best defensive tackles in all of football. He's great. I love Cox. He's amazing. He's just flat out amazing. Now, number seven. The Jacksonville Jaguars. He re- originally took Justin Blackman, wide receiver out of Oklahoma. <laughs> I, I, uh, I knew as soon as I said it. We gotta know you can't put that in the I knew as soon as. No, I'm you going to. The- I knew as soon as I said it. I knew as soon as I said it. I love Cox. <laughs> I know. I know. I was like, no. Ah. I know. I couldn't hold in my laughter. I was, I was about to, like, die saying the, ja- the Jaguars pick. Oh, my God. That was so funny. <laughs> All Why right. you, you like, I love, I was like, no. no. At, right after I said it, I knew it. All right, we got to move on. Okay, number seven, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Wait, are you going to cut that out? Or not? Uh, no, oh, heck no. No, right. we're keeping well, it in. No, we love funny. Cox. I yes. just want you all to know, uh, Fletcher Cox, we uh, all love at number seven, the Jacksonville Jaguars originally took Justin Blackman, wide receiver from Oklahoma State. They traded okay. up to get yeah. him. 
Yeah, it's crazy. They, the, they, they traded up to the fifth pick to get him um, in this redraft. I have them taking Stephon Gilmore, corner from South Carolina. He's been amazing. Uh, 374 career tackles, 111 pass deflections, 24 interceptions, 5 forced fumbles. He's a three-time Pro Bowler, two-time first-team All-Pro. He's a Super Bowl champion, and he was the 2019 Defensive Player of the Year. He was so good last year, and he's been a great corner. Yeah. Um, he's just been fantastic. For sure. All right, so number eight, we have the Miami Dolphins. Uh, originally selected Ryan Tannehill, quarterback from Texas A&M. Uh, he wasn't terrible for them. Uh, he was he was good early and then kind of started struggling and ended up getting benched and replaced and sent to the Tennessee Titans where he won uh, the 2019 Comeback Player of the Year. I don't know why I put 2018 in there. Yeah. No, 2019. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so we have, in this redraft, I have them taking an interesting pick here. The first overall pick, Andrew Luck, quarterback from Stanford. Uh, 23,671 passing yards, 171 passing touchdowns to 83 interceptions, 60.8% completion percentage, 14 rushing touchdowns to go along with that. He's a four-time Pro Bowler, 2018 Comeback Player of the Year. All right. So, Andrew Luck was so good when he wasn't hurt. He was hurt a lot. But a lot of that had to do with being behind one of the worst offensive lines in the NFL in the Indianapolis Colts. For a while, they had like one of the worst offensive lines. And he didn't really like six, like thrive until they got better. Like in 2018, when they had a phenomenal offensive line with Quentin Nelson and Anthony Costanzo and Braden Smith were all playing really well. Um, he like thrived and won 2018 comeback player of the year, took them to the playoffs, had a great season. Um, so I think maybe if he goes to Miami and he's behind a better offensive line, I'm not saying Miami always had a good offensive line, and they really haven't, especially now they have a terrible offensive line. But maybe he doesn't get hurt as much, and maybe he doesn't retire so early. I don't know. His career could have turned out completely different with the Miami Dolphins. But who knows? I'm just kind of speculating there. But that's why I took Andrew Luck at number eight. Yeah, Luck's been ama- uh, He was amazing before he retired. Um, it's a shame that he retired early, but he was on a on a path to be possibly being a Hall of Famer. He was he was just, he just had a really really good career with the Colts. He's been fantastic. Um, I, I I still think he's worth a top ten pick, even even with the early retirement. Um, I think he's been a stud. I I like the pick. I do like the pick. Number nine, the Carolina Panthers originally took Luke Keekley, uh, but obviously he already went in the top three. So I have them taking Levante David, linebacker from Nebraska. He has, I mean, his career stats are really good. 1,008 career tackles, 116 tackles for loss, 45 pass deflections, 11 interceptions, 22 and a half sacks, and 21 forced fumbles. He's a one-time Pro Bowler. One-time first-team All-Pro and a one-time second-team All-Pro. That's really surprising, yeah, yeah. too, because I feel like he's he's so underrated and undervalued, like from the NFL's perspective. He's had such a good career and been like really, really good for Tampa Bay. Oh yeah, and he just—I don't feel like he gets enough accolade. Like the accolades that Wagner and Keekley get, he's not getting. Right. Now I don't think he's as good as Wagner and Keekley, but he's close. I think he's he's been a really good linebacker for a long time. Oh yeah, he's like one. Of, he's one of the best linebackers. In the NFL right now, yeah, he's a stud. Yeah, I, I, that's a. I think this is a good pick. I, I agree. 
All right, so number 10, Buffalo Bills uh, originally took Stephon Gilmore, cornerback from South Carolina. He's not here right now, on the board right now. Uh, in this redraft, I have them maybe maybe reaching a little bit uh, and drafting for need here with taking T.Y. Hilton, wide receiver from Florida International. Uh, on his career, 561 career touches, 8,653 yards from scrimmage, and 45 career touchdowns, and he's a four-time Pro Bowler. He's had multiple seasons with 1,000 yards. Uh, he's been really good. He's He has benefited from having Andrew Luck as his quarterback and then helped Jacoby Brissett out a lot. I think, I think he's a really good receiver. I don't think Andrew Luck made him a great receiver. I think he's a good receiver anyways. Okay. Uh, so that's why I have the Buffalo Bills taking him here at number 10. Okay, Hilton's a stud. Um, I, I, that's a good pick. He, he's really, really, really good. Um, number 11, the Kansas City Chiefs. Originally took Don Terry Poe, defensive tackle from Memphis. I had them taking David DeCastro, a guard from Stanford. He's been really, really good. Seven-year starter. He played 100% of snaps in 2014 through 2016 and in 2019. Um, his accolades are really nice. He's a five-time Pro Bowler, two-time first-team All-Pro, and a one-time second-team All-Pro. He's been He's had a really, really good career so far, um, and he's just been a stud. Yeah, great pick. Uh, so number 12, we have another interesting pick here. Seattle Seahawks uh, originally selected Bruce Irvin, edge rusher uh, from West Virginia. They traded down to get him. He he's was solid for them and then was okay for the Raiders. He just had a meh career, so not worth the 12th overall pick here. Uh, so I have an interesting pick for the Seahawks here. This wasn't necessarily a need. I think this guy's a good quarterback. Uh, but I have them taking Kirk Cousins, quarterback from Michigan State. Now, they had Matt Hassel back at this point, I believe. So, quarterback wasn't necessarily a need. They took Russell Wilson in the second round because Hasselbeck was getting a little older. No, he was a third-round pick. Third round? Was he third round? Okay, in the third round because Hasselbeck was getting older, and uh, obviously they needed a backup as well. Uh, but then when Russell Wilson came in, the rest was history, obviously. Yeah, yeah he, just, he, took, he got the starting job and just yeah. never lost it. So I have them taking Kirk Cousins here to back up. Well, probably not back up Matt Hasselbeck. Probably going to start uh, on his career: twenty-four thousand one hundred seven passing yards, one hundred fifty-five passing touchdowns to seventy-one interceptions, sixty-six point nine percent completion percentage, five hundred sixty-five rushing yards, and fifteen rushing touchdowns on his career. Uh, really good completion percentage right there. Um, he was really good for the Redskins when RG three got hurt, and he had to come in and start. He was he had I think two four thousand yard seasons in a row until he decided he wanted out of Washington for good reason. Uh, their you know front office is awful and it's just not a good organization to be in. And now he's with the Minnesota Vikings and he's still playing really well. So I like this pick for the Seahawks here. I I think they get a very quality starter, uh, a, a Pro Bowl caliber starter out of Kirk Cousins. Oh yeah, uh, I definitely think Kirk Cousins is a first rounder. This. It feels like a little bit too early for him, but um, the C- the Seahawks went quarterback originally, and they get a great quarterback here. And Cousins has been very solid. He's kind of been under. He's kind of underrated now. Like uh, people hate him, and, and he's still a good quarterback. Like he's still a really really solid quarterback in the NFL. Um, I think it's a solid pick. At 13, the Arizona Cardinals originally selected Michael Floyd, receiver from Notre Dame. In the redraft, I have them taking Harrison Smith, safety. Wait, yeah, safety from Notre Dame, same college. Uh, Smith has been such a good safety in the NFL. Um, he's, a, he's got 658 career tackles, 56 pass deflections, 23 interceptions, 7 forced fumbles. He's 
been a five-time Pro Bowler, one-time first-team All-Pro, one-time second-team All-Pro. He's been a really, really good safety. He's been a beast for the Vikings. Yeah, for sure. And sorry if y'all can hear uh, the weed-eating going on behind us. We kind of had to do our podcast outside today. Didn't really expect for yard work to be going on behind us. Uh, We thought it had stopped, and it looks like it stopped temporarily, but hopefully it will cease. Um, so at number 14, the Dallas Cowboys originally traded up all the way to number six and selected Morris Claiborne, corner from LSU. In this redraft, I have them taking Brandon Brooks, guard from Miami, Ohio. Uh, he's a seven-year starter, played 100% of snaps in 2018. He's a three-time Pro Bowler and a one-time Super Bowl champion with the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, he's been really good for them. He's been a part of that killer offensive line for quite a few years, obviously a seven-year starter. I don't think he started his career with the Eagles. I'm trying to remember who he first played with. Um, I honestly don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. He di- he didn't start his career with the Eagles, uh, but he's had a great like last couple of years with the Eagles, and he was a fantastic part of that offensive line. In what, what year did they win the Super Bowl? 2017? 2017. 2017, where they had one of the best offensive lines in the league. So, yeah. Yeah, I like the pick. Brooks has been really, really good. Uh, number 15, I have the Philadelphia Eagles. And they originally took Fletcher Cox, defensive tackle from Mississippi State, and he's already off the board. Um, they originally traded up to the 12th pick to get him. Obviously, he's not there anymore. So at the re- in this redraft, I have them taking Dante Hightower, a linebacker from Alabama. He's got 505 career tackles, 42 tackles for loss, 17 pass deflections, one pick, 25 and a half sacks, and two forced fumbles. He's been a two-time Pro Bowler, one-time second-team All-Pro, and he's won three Super Bowls in his entire career. He's been a winner and just a solid linebacker. Yeah, for the for Patriots, sure. definitely. I uh, he, I mean, he he's been banged up over the past few years where he hasn't been able to play as much, but he's been really solid for the Patriots. Uh, So at number 16, we have the New York Jets originally selected uh, Quentin Copels, I believe is how it's pronounced, edge rusher from North Carolina. Uh, In this redraft, I have them selecting Melvin Ingram, edge rusher from South Carolina, North Carolina to South Carolina. All right, so 350 career tackles for Ingram, uh, 70 tackles for loss, 103 quarterback hits, 49 sacks, and 14 forced fumbles. He's a three-time Pro Bowler, and he's really played his best football over the past five years. Oh, yeah. I-, I think he's like hitting his prime right now, or his peak right now. Yeah, Ingram's a really, really good edge rusher. It's kind of overshadowed by Joey Bosa, but he's still very, very solid. Um, I like the pick at 16. That's a really good selection by you. At number 17, I have the Cincinnati Bengals, who originally selected Dre Kirkpatrick, corner from Alabama. In the redraft, I have them taking Demario Davis, linebacker from Arkansas State, who's been very, very good with the New Orleans Saints, and he was solid with the Jets. 803 tackles, 60 career tackles for loss, 29 pass deflections, 2 picks, 22.5 sacks, and 3 forced fumbles. He's also a one-time first-team All-Pro, which I believe was this year, right? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. I believe he was a, he was a uh, first-team All-Pro this year. He's been very, very good. Hasn't been great his, his entire career. He's kind of hitting his peak as of late, uh, which is why he's at here at 17. But this is a good pick. Uh, Demario Davis has been very, very solid. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so at 18, we have the San Diego Chargers. Uh, originally selected Melvin Ingram, Edgerton, South Carolina. I had... 
the Jets take him at 16, so he's not available. Uh, so in this redraft, I have them taking really their biggest need this year, which was offensive line. So I have them selecting uh, Kaliki Osmeli, guard from Iowa State. Uh, he's been a seven-year starter, 100% of snaps in 2017. He's a two-time Pro Bowler, uh, one-time first-team All-Pro, and he's won a Super Bowl. He's won a Super Bowl. Uh, who's he with played who? with? I forgot. Uh, did he? Play? I know he was on the he was on the Raiders for a long time. For and some so, reason, I was thinking Ravens. I don't know. I have no idea. I think you might be right. Because he's been on the Panthers. Let's see. Been on the Raiders. I yeah, Ravens. Real okay. And he was he and he was a starter that year too. His okay. rookie, it was his rookie year that they won the Super Bowl, and right, he was a starter. Yeah. So yeah, okay. Yeah, I like the pick. Yeah, so he he went from the Ravens to the Raiders and then to the Jets, and now I don't know where he is now. Yeah, I don't know. I think he's still a free agent because he he got hurt and like had a surgery and had some weird stuff happen with the Jets. So yeah, good pick. He's he's been good throughout his career. Yeah. So I love value at eighteen. I like the pick at number nineteen. The Chicago Bears originally selected Shane McClellan, edge rusher out of Boise State. Uh, I'm not taking him here. Instead, I'm going to draft. Kevin Zeitler, guard out of Wisconsin. He's been an eight-year starter and played 100% of snaps in 2016 through 2018. Doesn't have any accolades. Just been very, very solid. I'm surprised he's never made a Pro Bowl. Yeah. Because he's I'm, been good. Yeah, he's been really good. So, he's been with the Browns. And is it, is he the one that they traded to the Giants? Yeah. So, it was kind of stupid. Yeah, that was terrible. Yeah. yeah. That was before a, they got a good GM. Like, yeah. the decisions they've been making now are really good, but, like, that, that even then, it made no sense. Like, why are right. you trading for Olivia Vernon? Like, you, they had good edge rushers at the time, like, besides Miles Garrett. It wasn't like they had a desperate need opposite to Miles Garrett. Well, they kind of did, but you don't trade, like, an offensive lineman for an aging edge rusher. Like, right. you keep Zeitler, who was, who was young. And yeah. even at, like, at the time of the trade, he was very, very young. Why don't you just keep Zeitler? That made that trade was terrible. Agreed. But yeah, um, at number yeah, it's yeah, just my, it's pick your pick. my bad. It's, it's right. your pick. So number twenty, Tennessee Titans originally selected Kendall Wright, wide receiver, Baylor. That obviously didn't work out. So in this redraft, I had them taking a guy that kind of slid here. I thought he might he he could have gone higher. Uh, but Casey Hayward, corner from Vanderbilt, uh, career stats: three hundred forty-four tackles, ninety-two pass to. Uh, Passes defended, excuse me, 22 career interceptions and two forced fumbles. Uh, he's a two-time Pro Bowler and a two-time second-team All-Pro. He's been fantastic with the Chargers over the past couple of years. Originally selected by the Packers, was okay with the Packers, and then went to the Chargers and started thriving, as with like every single Packers defensive back that leaves. Yeah. Like I'm Casey so Hayward, Micah Hyde was on our team, and then he went to the Bills and started playing really well. Whatever. I'm, I'm not upset about it. I really am, though. Yeah. You're not so, upset, but we all know you are. Yeah. It's, it's but okay. Casey Hayward's been fantastic over the past like four years. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, uh, Haywood is easily the best player available because from now it gets really, really tough. And everyone, <laughs> the next pick is solid, but after that, it's like, ugh. well, I still think Haywood's much better than Jenkins. Really? Yeah, I, I mean Haywood's really, really good. I agree. I, I don't and know even now, like definitely now, because Jenkins is yeah. Like, right oh. now he's better, but I don't know if you go in overall career. I think Jenkins was better earlier. Okay, speaking of Janoris Jenkins, get into your next pick. Yeah, twenty-one. The Cincinnati Bengals originally took Kevin Zeitler. Guard, Wisconsin, he's off the board. So I'm going to take Janoris Jenkins' corner from North Alabama. His career stats are nice. 467 t- tackles, 
106 pass deflections, 23 picks, 6 forced fumbles. He's a one-time Pro Bowler and a one-time second-team All-Pro. He's, been, he's had a good career. Obviously, he's aging, so he hasn't been as good recently. But he's had a very, very solid career. Yeah, for sure. All right, so I have a pick here that is terrible. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not really sure what I was thinking at yeah, this point. It's, it's okay. I don't... Okay, it's not terrible, but... It's not good. I definitely could have gotten a better player here. So, at 22, Cleveland Browns are selecting here. Uh, they got this pick from the Falcons uh, from the trade in 2010 or 2011, where... 2011, where uh, the Falcons traded up to get Julio Jones. Yeah. So, the Browns have this pick at 22, uh, they originally selected Brandon Whedon, quarterback from Oklahoma State. Very interesting pick because Brandon Whedon was what twenty eight when he got drafted. Yeah, yeah, he's Which is like, terrible. I don't like you would get killed if you did that now, and you should not. Like, did they not get killed for doing that then? I feel like they not had really. To. I don't remember this obviously. Oh, they, no, because I've watched the draft because they have it on NFL Throwback. Yeah, and they weren't really killing the pick. It's just so crazy to me that like you're twenty eight years old. And you're you a first-round quarterback. Like, he's got, what, five, maybe seven years left? Yeah. Like, good years left? Like, if Joe Burrow was 28, I'd be like, oh, yeah, we're not picking you, sorry. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, like, you just, I don't, I, I can't believe a 28-year-old was a first-round pick. Even though he was picked this low. But like, still, how? Yeah. All right, so the redraft pick. Here, we're going to get into it. Ryan Tannehill, quarterback from Texas A&M. I don't love the pick. As much as I did when we did this, I don't really know why I took him here. I guess I was looking at the need. Uh, yeah, probably. But career stats, 23,176 passing yards, 145 passing touchdowns to 81 interceptions, 63.5% completion percentage, 1,395 rushing yards, and 10 rushing touchdowns. Um, he's a one-time Pro Bowler, which I guess was this year, and he was a 2019 Comeback Player of the Year with the Tennessee Titans. Um He's still got a lot of football to play ahead of him, but yeah. I don't know how much better he's... Like, he wasn't great this year. He was he was good this year. In the regular season, he was really good. Like, imp- he was pretty impressive. Yeah. In the playoffs, he was not... He was well, they didn't use him. A they didn't use him. They didn't need him. Because of Derrick Henry. Because Derrick Henry just went Super Saiyan in the playoffs. He was insane. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tannehill is definitely a solid quarterback. He's never paid. He's a solid quarterback. He's... A game manager who can make a couple plays a game. He's not gonna. You're not gonna lean on him to win you a game like you would with like a great elite quarterback like Mahomes or like Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, those kind right. of guys. But um, he's he's been a solid player. If you're looking at his entire career, I don't know if he's worth this pick. But this draft does not get much better than this. Honestly, yeah. The rest the rest of the draft besides maybe like. One or two players for the rest of it is not. There's not a lot to to pick from. Yeah, like there's a few that have been good. I mean, they've all been good, but they just have not. It's not like like you just kind of like eh. Yeah, you don't have top talent anymore, obviously. So now it's just like good, not great guys. All right. So speaking of good, not great, number twenty three, the Detroit Lions originally took Riley Reef tackle from Iowa, and. Um, he's not been picked yet, but in this redraft, I'm going to take Lamar Miller running back out of Miami, who's been solid, 1,563 touches, 
7,429 yards from scrimmage, 40 touchdowns, and he's, he's a one-top pro bowler. Just been very, very solid. I mean, now, where is he now? He's still with the Texans, I believe. Really? I believe he's still with the Texans. I don't think he is. I'll look it up. Because he, he was at one point... <laughs> But they have Carlos Dunlap. They have Duke Johnson. He is currently a free agent. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Honestly, there's better players than him. I don't know why I took Lamar Miller. No disrespect to Miller. He was really good at one point. But there's a few guys that I see later down the list where I'm like, yeah, they would have been better picks. Yeah. Um, But yeah, just like it gets tough when you're doing this and it's like you're like in your – Second hour. Yeah, you've been doing do this, this for draft. two hours, and you're just like, all right, it's it's uh, time to wrap this up, and then you're realizing that there's nobody left. Right, because we fill these these things out before we do them, so yeah. like it takes like 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 two hours to do them. Um, so yeah, just that that's why it, it gets tough in the in like later on in the draft. So yeah. Now it's your pick. All right, so number 24, the Pittsburgh Steelers originally selected David DeCastro, guard from Standard. Fantastic pick, but obviously not available here. I think he went top 15. Um, so in this redraft, I have them selecting Don Terry Poe, defensive tackle from Memphis. Uh, 278 career tackles, 31 tackles for loss, 49 quarterback hits, 20 and a half sacks, and two forced fumbles. Underwhelming stats, surprisingly. I feel like I remember him being really good at one point, which yeah. I think he was, like with the Chiefs. I thought he was really good, but these stats are just really underwhelming. But he is a two-time Pro Bowler and a one-time second-team All-Pro. Yeah. So, solid pick here. I think this next pick would have potentially been the better pick. Yeah. He, this pick is the guy I was looking at when I was like, oh, there there was a better player. Yeah. Um, at number 25, the Denver Broncos originally picked Derek Wolf, a defensive tackle from Cincinnati. Um, He's not worth a first-round pick. He's been okay. He's been um, in this redraft, I have them taking Alshon Jeffrey, wide receiver from South Carolina. He's had uh, 492 touches, 6,811 yards from scrimmage, 46 touchdowns. He's a one-time Pro Bowler and a one-time Super Bowl champion. Uh, he's been very solid. Uh, not great as of late. And if the Eagles could afford it, they would cut him immediately. But if they cut him now, he would... I think the cap hit is... It's Almost $30 million. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Because they, they signed them to a huge extension like a year or two ago. And he's untradeable, uncuttable. They're stuck with him. Tough scene. He better play. Yeah. He better produce. That's but early on in his career, he was really, really good with the like with the Bears. And first, like when he first got to Philly, he was, he was good. But now it, it's rough. But, yeah, just looking at his total body of work, he's been very, very solid, and he's easily worth a first-round pick. All right, so this next pick also is terrible. Austin Jeffrey wasn't wasn't a bad pick, but this next pick is not good. Um, so 26, the Houston Texans originally selected Whitney Merciless, edge rusher from Illinois. I should have just stuck with that pick. I really should have just stuck with that pick. I do, I do pick him eventually later in the draft, later in the first round. But instead... I decided to take Riley Reef, tackle from Iowa, eight-year starter, 100% of snaps in 2015. Accolades, obviously no accolades because why not? Um, he's never made a Pro Bowl. He's not really been good. I think he's been on three teams his whole career. Like, 
So one of one of the other things that we factor into this, so we we use this website called uh, SportsReference.com when we're doing this to look at it, and they have a like approximate career value, and I don't know how they add it up. It's just like a certain amount of points, and um, Riley Reef had a weirdly high, like he had one of the highest career approximate values out of everybody left, yeah. but. No, he's not that good. I think I think most of that has, goes into him being an eight-year starter. That's probably why he had like a high approximate value. But yeah, not a fan of Riley Reef here. Yeah, it's it's okay. It's it's okay. It's tough during yeah. the redraft. It's very tough. Um, at twenty-seven, we have the New England Patriots, who originally selected Chandler Jones with the twenty-first pick. They traded up to get him. In this redraft, I have them getting Olivier Vernon, edge rusher from Miami, who's had a pretty, pretty good career. Um, he's not been ama- like amazing, so he's not like worth a top 10 pick. Um, I think it's a good value at 27. His career stats are pretty nice. 353 tackles, 75 tackles for loss, 141 quarterback hits, 54 and a half sacks, and 8 forced fumbles. He's a one-time Pro Bowler and a one-time second-team All-Pro. Just very solid. Those are pretty good numbers. Yeah. Those are not bad at all. Yeah, they're very solid, for sure. Um, so, at 28, the Green Bay Packers uh, originally selected Nick Perry, edge rusher from USC, who wasn't awful for them. He he was solid. He was like a role player. And then he had a couple years where he was like a very solid starter opposite of Clay Matthews, but didn't work out in the long run. I've got a better pick here with the redraft pick, and that's Whitney Merciless, edge rusher from Illinois. Uh, 324 career tackles, 63 tackles for loss, 105 quarterback hits, uh, 50 career sacks, and 13 forced fumbles. Uh, and he's also a one-time second-team All-Pro. Yeah. So he's he's been good for the Texans. Uh, he's He's been playing, for most of his career, he played opposite of J.J. Watt, and then he kind of, like, became just a, more of a role player because they took Jadevian Clowney in 2014. So he became more of like a role player where he would come in sometimes. And you know what? So Yeah. yeah I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, at 29, I have the Baltimore Ravens, who originally selected Courtney Upshaw as rusher from Alabama in the second round. So they traded back out of the first round. Uh, they have a first-round pick in the redraft. And I have them taking Nigel Bradham, linebacker for Florida State. Which is not a bad pick. I do think there's a linebacker available who is better than him. Uh, now that I look at it, who but, you did take later, but yeah, I I take him later. But uh, he, Bradham, he's been solid. Six hundred and nineteen tackles, thirty four tackles for loss, thirty three pass deflections, three picks, eight and a half sacks, and five forced fumbles. He his only accolade is. He won a Super Bowl in 2017 with the Eagles. He's been solid, and he's not like just exponentially worse than this linebacker we're going to talk about later, but he's been solid. Yeah, for sure. All right, so at number 30, the San Francisco 49ers originally selected A.J. Jenkins, wide receiver from Illinois. There's definitely a better receiver available, and that is Marvin Jones, wide receiver from California. Uh, 366 career touches, 5,195 yards from scrimmage, and 42 touchdowns. Doesn't have any accolades. Never made a Pro Bowl, surprisingly. He always has a lot of touchdowns. I feel like he always has, like, one game where he just goes off. Oh, yeah. Like, this year... I love him in fantasy. Yeah, like, this year he had one game where he had, like, four receiving touchdowns, and then he had, like, five more the whole season. I always pick him up in fantasy because he always has, like, a stretch of games where he's just, like, amazing, and it's like, whoa. (laughs) Yeah. 
So I, he's not a not a great uh, wide receiver, but he's definitely been a a solid starter oh, and yeah. is good value right here. There's not a lot left. Oh yeah, very solid. I I don't think this is the bad pick at all. Yeah. And number one, I have the new England, the New England number Patriots. One? At number one? You're not saying number yeah, one? Yeah, you said it number Sorry. one. At number 31, I have the New England Patriots, who originally took Dante Hightower at 25. Uh, I get, So they had two picks. Yeah, they had two picks in this cl- in this draft. I don't remember they, Oh, they, they traded up twice. Yeah, they traded up twice wow. to get Chandler Jones and then Dante Hightower. Yeah, and Dante H- Hightower is not available anymore. So I'm going to take Zach Brown, linebacker from North Carolina, 664 tackles, 59 tackles for loss. 22 pass deflections, 7 interceptions, 17 and a half sacks, and 6 forced fumbles. He's a one-time pro bowler and a one-time second-team all-pro. He's been very solid, and in his prime, he was one of the most underrated linebackers in the league. He's just been very, very solid, and at one point, he was really good. Yeah, with the Washington Redskins, which is where he spent most of his career, he was really good, and then... uh, Went to the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, I thought for some reason I was thinking he won a Super Bowl with them. He was there that year, but I guess he was still on the Redskins. No, he was on. He was with them in twenty eighteen, I believe. Yeah, I think I think that's like the year after their Super Bowl. Right. He joined the team. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So the last pick of the NFL draft, number thirty two, the New York Giants, the reigning Super Bowl champion, New York Giants. That's crazy to say. Um, they originally <laughs> selected a bust, David Wilson, running back from Virginia Tech. I haven't even heard of this dude. Yeah. I've never heard of this guy, so that was interesting. So I think this guy that we're about to uh that I'm selecting here was our first undrafted player to make the first round and obviously the only undrafted player to first make the first round. Uh so I have them selecting Damon Snacks Harrison, defensive tackle from William Penn, who ended up being with the Giants eventually in his career. I believe he was originally drafted by the New York or originally uh signed as an undrafted free agent by the New York Jets. And then went to the Giants eventually. 485 career tackles, 37 tackles for loss, 24 QB hits, 11 career sacks. Not great. Uh, two, four forced fumbles. But he did make a first-team All-Pro with the New York Giants at one yeah. point. So, you know, not a lot of talent left, obviously. Right. So, Damon Harrison, yeah. solid pick. But yeah, he's been good. Yeah, solid pick. Sure, great nose tackle. Oh, yeah. And you don't have a lot of options left at the end of the first round. Right. So. That's a good pick. Yeah, this I thought this, for some reason I thought this was like a terrible draft, like towards the back end. Uh, it wasn't. But it's, it wasn't. It's terrible. pretty solid, like all around. The the top of the draft was it, fantastic. It's yeah, it's really good. Yeah, twenty thirteen like, is gonna be tough. Yeah. I, I'm just telling you. I looked at some of the top players for the twenty thirteen draft. It's gonna be a little tough. Yeah, but I can't wait for 2014. 2014 is gonna be awesome. We've actually already done 2014. That was the first redraft oh, we yeah, actually did. We, had, we did do that one. Already. Yeah, because we were just super excited about that one because that was such a stacked draft. So that one's gonna be super fun. Uh, but 2013 will be the next uh, the next redraft that we do. Yeah. And so look for that shortly. Yeah, I think the next pod we'll do will be a like an, an early predictions of an, an early awards prediction. For the 2020-2021 NFL season. So that'll be the next thing to hear from us. Uh, But yeah, I hope y'all enjoyed that. That was fun. And we will see y'all next time.